Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Life Pedersen Makes a Podcast podcast. I'm your host, Life Pedersen. Today, I am very excited to be speaking with Johnny Jett, who I have known for many years, uh, very one of the nicest people in the travel industry, who uh, has been running a very popular and successful website called johnnyjets.com. And uh, yeah, he is the man to talk to about all things travel, particularly in this uh, era where COVID means that anything and everything can change from week to week. And we need someone that is keeping track and uh, making sure that we don't do anything silly in terms of vacation and travel planning. But first, a little bit about Johnny. Johnny Jett has traveled over 100,000 miles a year since starting his travel newsletter in 1995 and has visited over 70 countries. He has hosted a television special on the Travel Channel and was named the original travel influencer by Forbes. He now appears every Saturday on Leo Laporte's The Tech Guy Show, talking about travel and technology. And if you want, you can sign up for his free newsletter at johnnyjet.com. And I'll have a link to that in the show notes. Before we get Johnny in the line, I just want to do a brief recap of the state of travel as of this moment, which again could be completely different in a couple of days or even a few hours. But as of this moment, here's the situation. Despite Europe and so many other countries welcoming American travelers back, the U.S. government, uh, on advice from the CDC, is not advising people to travel internationally. In fact, they are strongly recommending against it, and the deterrent they're using for that is a required negative COVID test before one can re-enter the country. It is not enough to just be vaccinated. You also must have a negative COVID test within three days of returning to the U.S. Now, depending where you are, this can be easier said than done, um, as you'll hear uh, in my interview with Johnny Jett. This has been made slightly easier with the at-home tests that are monitored remotely over the internet, but it is still a little tricky and there is a lot of fine print to absorb before anyone uh, will be allowed back into the country. So as of this moment, international travel is strongly discouraged, no matter how cheap the plane ticket is. But uh, there is always domestic travel, and if you live in a very sprawling country like the United States, there are copious options uh, for you to choose from, ranging from a thousand miles away to two miles away. Again, keep your ear to the ground because all of this can change for the better or the worse at any time. But for the moment, yeah, see what's see what's in your backyard, see what's in your state, what's in your the, the next town. If you want, do a road trip. That's probably going to be just fine. It's unfortunately just the international travel that we uh, we're still not quite ready to do yet. And with that all being said, let's get right into the call with Johnny. Johnny Jett, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me on. It has been so long. I'm so glad to uh, have you on, and I'm glad you had some time this Saturday. Um, I wanted to get right in it. I know you've got places to be. Um, I saw on Instagram that you recently took your first flight for the first time in a year, and I was just curious how that went. I did. First time, I think, in 432 days. Whoa. I I mean, before that, the longest I'd gone was like three or four weeks in my adult life. And because I was averaging every three or four days. Right. And I got to tell you, you know, 
the first month was difficult not getting on a plane, but then I kind of got used to it. It was nice being home, especially because I have two little kids. Yeah. And it's just torture whenever I have to go to the airport or when I had to go to the airport and say goodbye to them. But that first flight was called a Velo Airlines. It was a inaugural flight. It was for, uh, they were flying from Burbank to Sonoma, Santa Rosa Airport. Oh, okay. So real short. And 55 minutes. Right. But it was a great you know, re-entry into the world of flying because I, you know, I got to admit, I had some anxiety. I used to be afraid to fly. I used to be afraid to leave the house. And um, it was, was a there, good first step. Was there any part of the flight that, or the whole experience, airport, whatever, where you felt like particularly safe or unsafe? Was was there any new things that um, like struck you? Well, I'm fully vaccinated. So that made me feel safe. If I was not fully vaccinated, I'd be freaking out yeah. the whole time. Uh, because even in the security line, you know, most people were spacing out. But, you know, one person goes up behind me, literally, is like a foot behind me. Yeah. And everyone else in front of me is six feet. And I'm like, dude, it turns out he was one of the executives of the of the airline I was going to be on because it was a big oh. party. And this guy was kind of clueless. In terms of social distancing, I also saw him on the plane. He was the one person on the plane who wasn't wearing his mask for a short bit until the flight attendant, who I have to give props to for telling him to put it back on, um, which is not easy for a flight attendant to tell one of their executives, put your yeah. mask on. So, But um, I also didn't feel safe when there was a big crowd at the gate because they were doing a ribbon cutting. So I just took a quick picture and got out of there and went to another gate that was empty. Was uh, was the middle seat on the plane empty, or are they filling those up now? Well, every airline now is filling them up, and these guys are brand new, and they were never going to do it because they're a low fare carrier. But they, um, it was not a full flight, so I actually had, I actually had the middle seat with no one on either end, oh. <laughs> which is even better. All right. I mean, but, you know, I mean, all things considered, how would you have felt having at least one, even two partners or seatmates? I wouldn't have felt too good, to tell you the truth. Yeah. Um, I'm not ready for that yet. Um, I'm flying again next week, but I, I'm flying on a 777, and I used my miles to upgrade to business class, a lie flat seat. Ah. So, again, that should be much easier than dealing with a full packed sardine flight. So this is the time when you want to use your miles and points or even pay extra to upgrade because there's not a lot of business travelers out there. And those to upgrade is right. really cheap these days. I didn't think about that. Everybody is virtually clocking in now. Exactly. Well, everyone always just looked at the, the price of coach and they never really looked at the price of first class. But to give you a quick example, example, my niece was flying from Miami to LA a couple weeks ago and they wanted to charge her $110 for her check bags. And she's like, well, can I upgrade? And they're like, yeah, for $130. And she's like, scratched her head. Like that's a no brainer to a live flat seat, free check bags, free food. And you know, a, a very comfortable experience instead of being wedged into two people. So yeah. Always ask how much it will cost to upgrade, either before or even when you're at the airport. That yes, that never even occurred to me. That must be especially true right now. So that is an excellent tip. Um, 
so travel in general, we're we're getting a lot of mixed messages, and it seems to change every week. Um, Europe, as you're well aware, has welcomed American travelers for the summer, but uh, the U.S. government is not um, not super supportive of that yet. What is, I mean, is, is to the best of your abilities to guess what do you foresee for the second half of 2021 and into 22 in terms of international travel? Well, you know. I, I do think this is going to be the year of domestic travel again. So I think just there's so much to do with international travel. Number one, if you go internationally to come back into the U.S., no matter if you're vaccinated or not, you need to test, yeah. get a prove prove a negative test, COVID test, and you know within three days of your flight. And if you test negative, the airline will not let you on because they're going to be held responsible. So they're really checking it, and you're going to have to quarantine, you know, for up to 14 days at your own expense, unless you're less some, yeah. unless you're at some Mexican resort. But there are some. Um, countries that are opening up right now. You can go to Iceland. You can go to Croatia. Iceland, you have to be vaccinated. Croatia, you do not have to be. Oh. Serbia, you don't need to. You just need to test. So uh, there's so many different countries. And the EU said they're going to allow vaccinated Americans this summer. They're going to announce it. They haven't come out with the full details yet, but everyone's expecting you know, either mid-June or even maybe possibly June 1st. But it'll be interesting to see here because, you know, they they say you have to be vaccinated with one of the uh, the four vaccines AstraZeneca, J and J, Pfizer and Moderna. This is one I had, but they're not accepting the Russian Sputnik or the Chinese. Uh, I can't remember what it's called. It starts with an S. But so Serbia was uh, Serbia was given the Russian one. So the Serbians won't will not be allowed into the EU this oh. that rule. So there are a lot of different rules. So you have to. You have to do your homework. It's not like in the old days where literally you could just go to the airport and I could fly to Paris tonight. It, it takes um, it takes some research and you're going to have to pack your patients and you have to realize the risks. So I would not go on a business trip right now to Europe even for a day because I would be afraid of testing negative. I mean, testing positive mm-hmm. and then not being able to come home and see my kids for two weeks. Yeah. And also have to pay for that bill. Yeah. Of quarantine. Yeah, I uh, very briefly flirted with the idea of going down to Costa Rica in February because the flights were unbelievably cheap. It was like $280 round trip or something. Uh, but to get that test in Costa Rica, was in, it, it cost more than the flight. It was going to cost $300. It was going to burn a day going to and from the nearest town yep. to get that test. And it was just like, there's no point. And, um, you know, depending on the country you go to, that could be the case. You, you might get charged hundreds of dollars for sure. the test. Although there are some good news that just came out today or actually last night, the CDC announced that they're now allowing home tests. So you can pack a home oh. test before you leave, but you have to read their website. They have a lot of different rules and regulations. You have to, someone, you have to be on a video chat. They have to watch you swab or spit. I think it is. So you can get them in advance and then pack it with you. But you also have to make sure that, the country that you're going to allows that certain test into their country because some of them do not, which is another uh, curve. Wow. But it is good news for international travel. So I do think because of that, and I do think, you know, I do think that they're going to announce, I think in a month or so, the CDC will announce that vaccinated travelers will not need to uh, retest. Although because of these variants, you know, I might have to take that back because they're worried yeah. about the that's the X factor. I mean, there's like a couple of X factors, which just makes this all, it just makes my head spin just thinking about, you know, and I don't, I honestly, I don't want to 
travel internationally is just too much of a headache right now. Agreed. And plus, you know what? We're fortunate to live in such a beautiful country. That's such a big country and yes. so diverse. I mean, in every different way. So, and I, you know, where I live in Southern California, I could be within two hours, I could be in the desert. I could be in the mountains. I could be, you could be on the ocean in just a few minutes. So it's, it's, it, we're lucky to live where we live. That's true. Minnesota, we have our own attractions, but uh, yeah, you're right. I've honestly, for a really long time, I had no interest in traveling in the U.S. Um, and this whole pandemic thing has uh, has forced me to reassess that. And now there are a bunch of places I want to go. Like I've got like a bucket list building in the continental U.S. And just like, this is a whole new me. I'm with you. And I actually, one of my bucket lists is going to those lakes in northern Minnesota. Yes, the Boundary Waters. I have not been, this is my greatest shame. I have not been to the Boundary Waters in northern Minnesota ever. Well, so that is on my bucket list. I've never been to the Statue of Liberty and I grew up 40 minutes away. Oh, well, all right. I mean, I was by the base, I guess. So <laughs> anyway, all right. So um, the, that's breaking news about the, the home test. That uh, was also news to me. I didn't see that. I, I was even studying your newsletter this morning. Um, it was but, in there uh, today. If you, if, you got today, if you got today's daily tip, you might only get my weekly newsletter. Oh, I do only get the weekly one. So if you yeah. get the daily travel tip, you would have seen that today. All right. Well, I will, I will definitely link to that. I mean, it still sounds like... I mean, there's there's definitely some hoops to jump through, but it's not the same as you know having to track down some doctor and exactly. pay the full price. Exactly. That's that might be a game changer. Um, but I mean the the CDC and I've been thinking this was going to be true for months, but it hasn't happened yet. The CDC allowing vaccinated people to just kind of come and go freely. I really do hope that's a reality. Um, I, this, I you know what I, I don't know if they will until that. So let's say Europe is fully vaccinated, or you know the majority of them. Yeah. Or the variants just are not increasing. Well, you know, and there's been a couple of studies now that, you know, scientists hate to be anything but pessimistic or conservative, but that shows that um, vaccinated people cannot infect non-vaccinated people with any kind of variants, you know, asymptomatic or symptomatic. Um, but that's still, uh, I, I guess that's just not enough safety-wise for the CDC I mean, to pull the trigger. True? I mean, it's always, unfortunately, it always seems like it's changing. They're all, also, since it's so new, they're just learning different things. Yes. I don't know. I, I, I err on the side of caution, especially because I have two little kids at home. Yeah, and it all comes back down to the variants, too, because the very, I mean, every week, you know, things can change. But yeah. um, So, domestic yeah. travel. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, I wanted to ask you one more thing uh, that I know you'll have know the answer to. What, um, in terms of risks of, let's say you book international travel for October, November, December, are airlines um, charging change fees again, or is they that are um, they are on basic economy tickets? So okay. all that ended last month, except for JetBlue, that ends the end of May. Oh. So if you're booking um, basic economy tickets. Be prepared to uh, either lose it, so you want to you want to you know splurge I guess and get the main cabin fare or whatever the airline calls it, it, just a regular economy. But like everything, always read the fine print because you don't want any gotchas. Yeah, and um, you know it could go either way. By by November, it could be we'll all be freewheeling flying, or we could be in another lockdown. There's there's just yeah. no way to know. Is is we don't know. But the, the prices are so cheap. It's awfully tempting. It's so tempting. Well, right? use your miles. If you have miles and points, 
most airlines right. will let you re, uh, refund them. They'll refund them with nothing. You you'll not have to pay any taxes oh. or fees. Right. So I've been booking a lot of lot of um, tickets using my miles. Well, I haven't been on a flight since January 2020, and so my um, my credit card that builds up points is just just brimming. It's brimming with points, and I'm just itching to use them. So, uh, but I might do it. This is the time to do it because <sighs> business travelers are not going. So that's why you want to go right. for business class, because they're they're opening up the space. You can never find space, especially for families, to Europe. You can now, in the summer. Uh, wow. I'm not quite ready for airplanes yet, um, but you know, on the other hand, I do work in a hospital, and social distancing in an old hospital that is not very spacious is is difficult. So I, I'm trying to apply that, you know. And when you go to any like Target or the grocery store, no one's social distancing anymore. That's, you know, we're all masked up, and presumably that's good enough. But um, so I, when I think about getting on a plane, I'm like, no, not yet. But oh yeah, you're in a building with sick people every single day, and you're fine. So right. maybe, maybe. So you I'm, never got it. No, I didn't. Um, good for you. Me, I, me neither. Uh, the first seven months of the lockdown, I was unemployed, so I wasn't going anywhere anyway. Um, and then when I got the job at the hospital, you know, they, they weigh us down with um, um, medical grade PPEs. So um, we're, you know, we've got eye and obviously masks that are um, medical grade and things like that. So we're pretty well protected. Um, and also, I mean, obviously, we need to protect the sick and vulnerable people in the building, which is um, equally as important. But so I just try to the perspective. That's the perspective I need to keep if I'm ever going to get on a flight. But I hate driving, so we'll see. We'll see what, what breaks first, my my, my dislike oh my God, of driving yeah. or the other thing. So, um, okay, so finally, uh, domestic travel. Um, what's What should people, are there any, I mean, since since the change fees are, are, are have been re reestablished, um, do you kind of have to be, you really have to be committed to, to book that tra travel right now, don't you? I mean, no, because of the because um, if you buy regular tickets, you do not. Right. Um, just try and get non-refundable everything, and also you can look at travel insurance. Although most of it will not cover COVID, but you got to read the fine print. It's kind of a pain. But I mean, I do think it's still a good time if you think you're going to travel, especially if you're going to rent a car. You want to reserve those cars in advance because rental cars right now are difficult to come by, especially in Hawaii. Oh, but yeah. the tip is to reserve as far in advance as possible because you can cancel those without any um, fee. Right. Um, I was looking at uh, rental car um, a while back, and I think it was Enterprise, where if you booked it for – if you wanted it for four days or longer, they just automatically charge you for a week. Like whether or not you're going to use it for you know four, five, six, seven days, um, they charge you for seven days. And it's just like, oh – well, right. one of the tips these days is actually book for a week, even if you're going to only use it for four days, because a lot of times a weekly renter rental is cheaper than a, a daily rental, so, oh. depending on the destination. I mean, in Hawaii, people you can't even get a car. People are renting U-Hauls. So, <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, and, and also people, terrible. Locals, are, locals are buying used cars and renting them out to people, which you don't want to do as well. Although there is a website called Turo, T-U-R-O.com, yes. which I do believe um, covers insurance, although I haven't used it. I I've, I've used it once. It was I think it was in Colorado. Um, it was fine, you know. Um, 
unmemorable. So I guess you know that. I guess that is good. So, so did you guys? Did you go to the guy's house or person's house to uh, pick it up? No, um, he had a parking spot at the airport where the car just lived. Um, right. So I picked it up under, there. Underneath the hood. The bumper. Um, no, there was a, a parking guard who um, you know handed out keys. Wow, uh, that's cool. Yeah, no, the the guy, I don't know how many cars he had, but he just kept his car at the airport. And uh, I picked it up at the airport and dropped it off at the airport. That's, so. that's awesome. Yeah, I only used it once. Um, but yeah, I, I, it was uneventful. So no, I'm, I'm neutral on that on that topic, I guess. Gotcha. Um, I know we're near the end of our time. Um, in broad terms, because specifics are meaningless these days, but in broad terms, what uh, what do you recommend for people uh, who would like to do something in 2021? I mean, stay close to home if you're not comfortable going getting out. I mean, I guarantee you, even just going across the town or city or state, it will feel like a vacation to you. I mean, I live in Los Angeles and you know, when my wife was thinking about moving here, we would just book hotel rooms all around the city. And every single time it felt like a new experience, a new city, because it's a different perspective. So I think um, that's one way of getting out and, and, and not spending a lot of money and not traveling far. Right. And, you know, local CVBs have been saying this for decades, but now it's actually true. You, you go and go and explore your backyard because... Yep. I mean, Listen, there's if you have a house and you just even camp out in your backyard, it will feel completely different and that will feel like getting away. And that's even a, even an, an easier and cheaper and shorter way to do it. Right. That um, I probably won't do that. <laughs> I live in downtown Minneapolis, but I mean, who knows? I could string up a hammock and sleep on my balcony. I mean, who knows? <laughs> yeah. Hey. All right. Well, Johnny, it was it, it's been so good talking to you. I'm glad um, that uh, I'm, I'm going to as soon as I get off the phone with you here, I'm going to go to uh, subscribe to your your daily tips <laughs> email. Well, but that was that, that's some. I mean, that's a, a nice little bright spot that we have, and uh, hopefully, sure. I mean, even if it only happens gradually, uh, things continue to move in a in a direction that makes everyone feel comfortable and safe, and eventually opens everything up. But um, agreed. Well, yes. thank you for having me on, and um, I hope to uh, see you again soon. I know. I'm like, and I haven't even met your kids in person. So yes, wow. so one of these wow. days, one Let's of these days so. soon. Oh, I lied. No, I met your son, and he had a cute little hat on. I, okay. I forgot all about that. I, it was Where the, is that in uh, Minneapolis? No, I, I don't think he's I, in Minneapolis. I don't remember. I just remember you holding him, and he had this tiny little hat. It was like, you know how fast kids grow. I was like, that hat's not going to last more than six months. But it was unbelievably cute, so it was worthwhile. Thank you. All right, Johnny, it was good talking to you. you do. Take care. And that again was John DeScala, also known as Johnny Jet. Did I mention that before? His last name is DeScala. One thing I did forget to mention is that Johnny's newsletter is genuinely wonderful. And this is coming from someone who is inundated with travel-related emails every single week, but I read his top to bottom every single time. It is full of incredibly useful information, whether you're just a casual traveler or a, a travel nerd like I am. So just go to johnnyjet.com or check the link in the show notes and subscribe to that newsletter. You will thank me later. And having said all that, I will remind you that you have been listening to the Life Pedersen Makes a Podcast podcast. 
Thank you for clicking and I hope you'll click again.